Hey everybody, welcome back to the Warrior and the Wolf podcast. This is episode seven, six? It says six. Six, Brian we're on six. six. Math, I was told math wouldn't be a part of this. Um, <laughs> but no, welcome back. Uh, we're all glad you're here. Um, I'm Aaron the Warrior. Over there is... Mark the Wolf. So we've talked, covered some heavy stuff going back to the other episodes. And we're going to keep going. Uh, yeah, we said, The point of what we wanted to do is create a safe place for men and women to show up authentically, uh, to be themselves. Um, mental health is important to both of us. Mm-hmm. And the mental health and well-being of people we come in contact with is important. So I think it's important to know that you're not alone. Know that we are here. We want you to show up just the way that you are and you are loved yeah. just the way that you are. So as with every other episode, we like to start out with a check-in. So we check in, we talk about the sachet emotions. Um, again, I think it's important this time to say emotions, since of what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. emotions just are. Yes. There's no good or bad with an emotion. Right. It just is. Mm-hmm. So when and we check. being in tune with that. In tune with that. It's helpful. To know what your body's telling you and how to react. Um, So we feel like that's very important in this work, and that's why we try to start every episode with that. So we can be as healthy as we can to show up and present what we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw it over to you and let you uh, check in first, brother. Um, Yeah, um, checking in. uh, Sad. Dude, I noticed sad. Scared came online as you were introducing the show. Um, happy, excited, tender, uh, happy, excited, uh, great afternoon planned. A uh, lot of friends, uh, involved in my afternoon. Happy, excited about that. Uh, sad, uh, and tender, uh, Jen. And I know that you feel the same way about D, but Jen is, is very, very gracious to allow me to take time away from our time to do this. So grateful for her. Sad that I'm missing some time with her and Ollie right now. Uh, scared. Yeah, as you started today, we, yeah, we're going to, more on it in a minute, but we're going to talk about anger. And I am terrified to talk today because I do not like how I've handled anger. I don't like how my anger has come out sideways with Jen, with the boys. Um, yeah, so sad, scared, tender about that too. I did. It just came online. Mm-hmm. While you were introducing today's show, and I, yeah, scared, um, and that fear also has to do with Jennifer's heart. Um, I know that, especially having just you know talked about the judgment episode last time, um, I I judge, I fear how people will judge me. I fear how people might approach Jen. Yeah, so scared about that, but I'm in. Welcome. Um... Gosh, yeah, I am. I found myself. It's funny in these how they can change. Like I felt one way, and as you start talking, something else comes online. Um, I'm happy, excited, and I'm I'm tender, really tender. Um, I'm tender for you, man. I know your story. I've seen you teach it in front of strangers, and it's so impactful. I think, um, yeah, I'm I'm tender for you sharing your story. But I'm excited for I'm excited for what it'll bring. I'm excited for people to kind of 
hear it and resonate. Um, Cause if I've learned one thing through this, you are not alone at all. Um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy and excited um, to head home this afternoon. I got a good afternoon plan. I mean, I'm a sports guy. I love to watch, you know, gonna watch some football with my, my nine-year-old. He plays on a flag football team. His team this year is the Jaguars. So the Jags are in the playoffs and he's excited to watch the, uh, the Jaguars game with me tonight. Um, got some honeydew stuff I got to do when I get home and I'm oddly enough excited about it. Um, I'm learning in this season. Um, I've sucked really bad at my wife's love language, which is acts of service. Um, but I'm really learning to be intentional about it. And I am enjoying it. So I get to go home and do some stuff and that makes me happy. And if, yeah, with that, man, I am in. Welcome. So as uh, Mark over there touched on, we uh, talk about anger. Um, and we do talk about how um, emotions just are, right? Mm-hmm. We say emotions just are, they are what they are. So the reason we want to talk about anger and focus on that emotion is because it's an emotion that just is. But the way we as men, I'm going to say we as men, again, we don't want to exclude anybody Um you know, women on this side, but we speak to it because we know men. That's what mm-hmm. we, that's yep. what we do. Yep. That's where our work is centered around. So mm-hmm. we talk about the primary ways that men show up via their anger yeah. or in their anger. Mm-hmm. So again, when we're talking about this, you know, remember when you're listening that anger just is anger is an emotion, right? It's a God given emotion. Jesus was angry. He was. And that's, that's part of it. But how we show up, in that anger is what we wanted to talk about. And we talked about it's important for us because, and I think it'll become clear is you and I have two very different responses to anger. Oh, um, dude. Yeah, we do. You know, we were talking beforehand primarily. I mean, there's several different ways that, that men show up in anger, but primarily there's two, right? The passive Step back, abdicate your responsibilities, don't do anything. Yes. Pretend it didn't happen, put on a smile, whatever. Put it in the backpack. Yeah. Or it's the Hulk smash, break shit, hole through the wall, whatever you want to. So there's two ways. So before we were we were kind of prepping for this episode, we were talking, we were talking with our amazing producer handler, Brian. The. Right over there. Brian. The Brian. And so... We haven't got this any uh, video up yet of the podcast. Not yet. But there will be pictures online when you can take a look. So you look at me, I, big beard, several tattoos, 6'2", kind of burly. Um, Brian was saying, looking at you guys, he's like, he's like, I would think that you, meaning me, would be the one that has the Hulk smash explosive rage just... Looks like that. And then you would be more of the passive. passive one. Yeah. Could not be more opposite. Correct. And when I was talking with, with Brian, it's like, it's so interesting, that perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in our last episode, last week, yeah. we talked about judgment. Mm-hmm. So you still find it interesting that that's the judgment 
of just appearance. Well, I, I don't think that the the phrase "Don't judge a book by its cover" comes without merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's something to it, and, and, and it is, um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, I do not look. I don't act. I don't seem like I would be a human that is capable or willing to step into explosive rage. Um, and, and for those of you who have heard my story, um, you you do know that anger is, is a big part of uh, my story and how I came up. Anger was the masculine emotion I was allowed to have. Um, uh, suck it up. Men don't cry. Don't be a pansy. Don't be a pussy. You yeah. know? So I wasn't allowed to be sad. Um, you know, don't be a pussy. So I wasn't allowed to be scared. Anger was the only masculine emotion that I could have that proved my masculinity. So um, it's a huge part of my story, for sure. Um, Yeah, I I, uh, have been known. (sighs) And I do. I believe for me that anger for just years, man, masked Mm -hmm. sadness and fear. And so when we talk about Jesus handling anger effectively, you know, going into the temple, tossing tables, getting them, you know, uh, the merchants out, so on and so forth. Um, that's how you display anger effectively. I love the phrase, and I think we'll probably use it more than once today and more than once in this whole journey that is this podcast, but mm-hmm. righteous anger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because anger's, again, like you said, not good, not bad. It just is. And and when we check in around sachet, sad, angry, scared, happy, excited, tender, those are all God-given emotions, and they're fine. There's nothing wrong with it. God's okay with us being angry appropriately. Yes. And um, because uh, I was never allowed to show fear or sadness or anything like that, Everything just came out anger. Um, prime example, <clears throat> um, I would ask my boys to do something and they would do something else. They would waste time or they, they would take their time and they would do other things other than what I asked them. And it made me sad because it made me feel like what they had going was more important than what I asked. What they wanted was more important than what I wanted. It would make me sad. And so I would ask again, please do. And rather than saying, hey, I'm sad that you're not doing what I asked you to do because it makes me feel like you, what you have to do is more important than what I want done. It would not at all come out like I lost my voice at times. Like I would get loud to the point where Jen was absolutely terrified of what the neighbors would think with all the windows and doors closed. Because yeah. we knew they could hear. Like, dude, I can. And we jo- <laughs> we do. We joke. We joke about the fact that I'm loud and it's true. You have no idea. No. You have heard me on weekends when I hit a certain volume. And it is terrifying. Um, I'm not proud of that. But I have realized with the work that nine times out of ten, and rarely if ever, will you hear me check in with anger. I'm so grateful that I now feel confident and free enough to check in around sadness and and fear mm-hmm. rather than anger. It was interesting because I hadn't checked in around anger for quite some time. 
until um, I had a friend just last weekend. Um, he checked in about something, and I thought it was unjust how he was being treated. So I noticed anger come online there. But it wasn't rage. Hmm. And, and that was a big deal for me to understand that there's a difference between anger and rage. Yes. Um, but, dude, I it would get sideways with me to the point where, whew, man, it it's bad. My rage is, is terrifying. So when you talk about the sadness and, like, it made – like, when you say, like, I was sad because I asked my boys to do this and they mm-hmm. didn't do that. And you see, you would ask over and over again. So I, I, I again, I, want to, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're open to the suggestion, because it sounds like that set, we, we talk about stuffing emotion. And it would just be stuffed somewhere else. Yep. Like, so the sadness, stuff it. Yep. The, I'm scared that whatever is yep. stuffed and then there's no more room to stuff anything. Uh-huh. And it's got to go somewhere. Uh-huh. So and boy, did it. We've used the uh, beach ball analogy. I said metaphor in one of the earlier episodes, and you corrected me. So I'm going to make sure I say it right now. <laughs> analogy yeah, yeah. of the beach ball or football or whatever, on trying to hold it underwater. Yeah. And it, it only lasts for so long. Um, it, we talk about righteous anger. So if, uh, one thing I was thinking about, it's like anger properly harnessed can be a fantastic Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody's trying to hurt your family, somebody's going to break into your house, that righteous anger is used to unalive somebody that's trying to, mm-hmm. you know, unalive. Yeah. Like, apparently on social medias, a little tangent, you're not allowed to say kill, dead, or suicide. So everything is unalive them. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, anyway, that's a whole other ball of wax that we could... But that kind of, you talk about Jesus in the temple. Yeah. That righteous anger. And I feel like for men, as dads and husbands, like we are given that natural, however, I don't want to get into the whole masculinity, but I I believe that men are programmed to be protectors of what they're entrusted with. Hmm? And I believe that's where a good use for anger comes on. You can use anger yeah. to protect your family. Yeah, uh, and, and and even then, for me, I've just really gotten in touch, brother, with the fact that in that moment, I'm scared that someone's going to take my family. It's a fear for me. Yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just I'm so grateful, and I I do I, I get angry, and, and I'm not always pleased with how I handle it, but um and. Jen's very, very good about affirming me in this space. I'm much better than I was. I'm by no means where I want to be, but I'm much better than I was. But I'm realizing it's fear, it's sadness, it's all these other things. And it would, dude, the rage is real. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, you've heard, you've heard uh, my, my anger teaching in that space. And um, I'm not proud of it. I'm ashamed of it. I don't like it. Um, again, checking in scared around how Jen's going to react to this. Um, because I know that she doesn't like it either and there's wounds there. So, but the other side, just as intriguing to me is that I don't respond passively because as you are aware, being basically 
what we call identical twins. Yeah. I mask mm-hmm. so much with, with humor, with, oh, just brush it off or blah. Like it, it very much is my MO, except for anger. So it's interesting to me that someone could react passively with anger. Talk to me about that. So, yeah, everything leading up to the reaction is the same. You talk about sadness. You talk about scared. You talk about, you know, for a lot. So a lot of my stuff, like I ask somebody to do something or I like ask my wife or my kids, like it's sadness. But it also I also notice fear coming on, like fear that I don't matter. I'm not important enough to listen to. Mm. Um, And I, I think I can attribute that back to my my story and my wounds and the way I was treated and things were handled. Um, but yeah, I still, I stuff the same emotions. I stuff the sadness. I stuff the fear. I, st- whatever it is, right. I wouldn't deal with it. I stuff it. But instead of my stuff coming out as like the explosive rage, you know, it's <laughs> nicknamed everything like the Hulk smash stuff. Yeah. Um, the majority of mine was just complete passivity, mm. like just retreat, give everybody else what they want or sulk and pout about it. Like those were right. like, like a lot of those reactions was just act sad and pout. So you, you uh, uh, like shut down? Yeah. Like, like shut down or pout or give people the silent treatment or be passive, like passive aggressive and make snarky, smart assy type comments, but never really addressing in a healthy way. Be like, look, I'm sad about this and it's, I, I'm angry that this is happening. Right. But a lot of times it would just turn into sadness. I was angry about something, but I would just be sad and like sullen about it. Well, and and I think that the reason I've told you before that one of my favorite processes to do is about anger mm-hmm. because it affords a safe place to get angry. You know? And it's like, I want to be a man who is safe in his anger. And and that's why I have sadness around it no. and, and fear with Jen because when I hit that level, dude, I'm not a safe man. Like I'm not even close. Um, I, I, and again, it's I, I've never, you know, physically gotten into that space of my anger ever, 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 ever. But boy, it was close. Oh yeah, I mean, I so I have had my moments. I think where I reached my level of passivity. Where I have had the, the occasional fist into the wall, but it's super rare for me. Um, you know, we talk about, we've heard it said, you know, like when a when a good man or a safe man is angry, his family feels safe. Yeah. But my God, that was so foreign. Yeah. To me, and my my da- my dad was the kind of the same way. Like I never ever saw my dad like blow up and anger. Oh, I did. Oh my God. And man, I put, oh God, did I push? <laughs> Comes, doesn't, no surprise to anyone that I push buttons and boundaries. Um, but yeah, I just never really saw him. I mean, there were his occasions, but not like if dad was going to get mad, he was just. And see, I think that that ties into what the premise of what we talk about is. And that is, this is how it was modeled for me. And so this is what I thought I was supposed to do. My dad was who I thought the ideal man was. Hmm. 
And so when I saw the ideal man, okay, that's how I'm supposed to do it. Because my dad was taught anger is the only masculine emotion you can have. You can't have the sadness. You can't have the fear. You, even the tender. You can't, even, you can't even be emotional about something. You can have anger. That's what you can have. And you saw it modeled one way. I saw it modeled another. And we both went down those paths. Mm -hmm. I realized at some point that's not the kind of man I want to be. And thank God for that work because uh, as much as it scares me and pains me to say, I can't promise that Jen would have stuck around for, for myriad reasons, not the least of which is my rage came out terrifying. Yeah, and I, I'm grateful in the in the stuff that we've done. I'm grateful for men like you. I'm grateful for the safe space. I mean, I had just a, a quick incident in my in my life with my with my sons, my oldest. Like me, he's a fairly larger human. I mean, he's gosh, he's nine years old. He's five feet tall, like 115 pounds. Kid's a hoss. Wants to play O line, right? Either way, um, just go push people around. We had just so my youngest was just crawling hardwood floors and I was going upstairs. Ironically enough, I was actually headed to a staff meeting for one of our weekends. So I was getting ready to head to one of those. Um, I was walking upstairs, something happened. I heard a thud and all I saw was our like infant crawling around crying, like crying hysterically and my oldest had apparently fallen off of the stool or something. I instantly went, the fear triggered, anger was triggered into screaming at him. Mm. Well, what are you doing and goofing around not paying attention? He starts crying. He's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't mean to do it. Come to find out he had just, he was trying to get off of the stool and his foot got caught and he fell near the baby and scared the baby. So I went upstairs and just had a moment of like, oh shit. So I went, thankfully for this work, I went downstairs to him and I looked him in the eye and I said, I said, Bubba, I said, daddy was just scared. Like I was really scared that something happened to your brother. And that came out as, as I was angry and screaming at you, but that was more about daddy being scared. And I feel like that had a huge impact on it because other things have happened in that space where I've been able to say, Hey, look, I was just sad or scared. Right. Um, well, and, and you bring up a good point. You and I having the models that we did with our dad, I realize I model for my boys, uh, and our oldest is very quick to anger. And it makes me sad because I realize he's modeling me. Mm -hmm. And But in, since having been in this work, I've had the opportunity to go to him and say, hey, I want you to understand I didn't handle this well. I didn't handle this the way that I wanted to. Um, it, number one, ask for forgiveness is where I start. And then I say, this is what I was actually feeling. And what's been very beneficial for us is when I go to them and I say, hey, I'm sad because it, I feel like what I have to say doesn't matter. It lands with them because they do want dad to know that they love him and that, that I am important to them. And so, so being able to effectively present that has been good. Um, but I, I do. I, I notice now that when I get angry, I almost bristle. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be angry. I, do, I don't want to be angry. But I also want, 
as long as that anger is righteous, as you said, and effective, I'm fine with it. I just realized that I didn't have it modeled well for me and I haven't handled it the way that I have wanted to in the past. Now, I'm better. Um, Hopefully those of you who catch up with Jen can ask her and she will affirm that I am better. Um, But it is interesting, Brian, that you thought uh, that uh, I was the passive one. (laughs) That's interesting to me. I mean, I I get it. I don't believe that my stature equals yours by any stretch of the imagination, but it it is interesting. Uh, And... So I have a I have a thought I want to I don't want to present to you all Bring on, on this yeah. and to anybody else I mean like I said if you have an opinion, reach out on one of our yeah social as you say social media social medias medias. Um, in my experience, I feel like men that fly off the handle at anger at the smallest thing are some of the most insecure and scared men that I've met. Oh, I would be on board with that. So it's interesting because I, I feel like, so the, so those are insecure and I don't want to say weak, but men that perceive that they're weak. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So men that perceive that they're weak or they're less than, or they're insecure tend to fly into that rage thing because rage and anger in our society can equal toughness. Or they think that's what's going to get them the respect. Or respect. By for, forcing someone to respect. Forcing yeah, someone. I get that. Yep. Bending people to your will via your anger. Yeah. Whatever it might be. Yeah. But I've also met some of like the most, like dudes that could kill you with their thumb. That are some of the most calm, cool, collected. It's Brian, dude. Brian. I'm telling you. Um. So it's just, it's so interesting because it's, it's again, the opposite. We talk about flipping shit on its head, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week in that, in the other episode about things are different, but we always, it's always like the toughest, the most angry, the most badass is like the tough guy, but mm-hmm. it's the exact opposite in my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and you bring up a good point because I am insecure and you know that, um, obviously getting better about it, we all but, are. but what I have learned I'm having such a larger impact effectively walking into all of my emotions as opposed to accentuating one. Mm -hmm. Like I'm better at owning my sadness. I'm better owning my tenderness. I'm better owning my happiness rather than I'm just going to go with fear and make you do something. I I have had, uh, my my family is definitely better for having, for me having walked into this space, no question. Oh, I, I would agree with the same, same on my side. And I feel like for me, like it makes my other emotions more authentic. Yeah. Like if you, if, especially learning to own anger, because again, as men, I feel like that anger thing is the biggest driver yeah. for most of us. Yeah. Um, like with what happened to me in my past, I was angry about it for the longest time. And I never realized that I was angry about it. Mm-hmm. Or that, I was, you know, it was, there was pain there, yeah. but it just was like, you can't be angry about it. Cause I don't know. I don't know why I never was able to feel really angry about it until recently. Well, and again, so it, it goes back to don't be sad. Don't cry. Suck it up. Can't be scared. Don't be a pussy. All, all of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so when, when we, when we have folks listening to this, it's important for me, for, for those of you listening right now, yeah, you can be. 
You want to be scared? Be scared. You want to be angry? Be angry. You want to be tender? Be tender. Like, again, those emotions are just fine. Dig into why they're there. I think it's healthy. I think it's good. I think it's important. I So many times I have been caught in this trap of I'm supposed to be a certain way. Mm-hmm whether it be for in order for people to like me or in order for everything to be okay or for whatever reason, I'm supposed to be a certain way, act a certain way, say certain things, look a certain way, yada, yada, yada. And the reality of it is, no, I am not. If you want to be angry, because your story lends itself, sweet baby Jesus, your story lends itself to anger, to fear, to sadness, to tenderness, happiness and excitement at some points in your story. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to own all of those. hundred percent. But it's, it's the sad reality that most men that I come across have outside of the ones that we've worked with on over the last five years on these, on these weekends have never or will never have the chance to really experience what safe anger looks like. And that's not a Metallica album, Saint Anger. That's safe (laughs) anger. Oh, there's my there's my Aaron showing up with his hard rock reference. If it's not athletes, it's that hard rock. That is the worst Metallica album ever. But you, you bring up something right there. Even it, it's why we started this podcast. It's why there's a microphone in front of us right now. I want it to. I want to create a safe place for men and women to show up authentically. Yeah. Any way that they feel they need to or want to, and know that it's okay. They're loved, they're accepted, and they're seen. I think that's a big deal. It's massive. Like, we, you want to be seen. Yeah. And so even if, it, obviously, the preference is we want you to come on a weekend. It's been absolutely life-changing for me. Same. Um, but even if you don't, it's important for me that they understand, that men and women understand, yeah, we're safe. Show up how you want to show up authentically. And you're welcome and you're seen. Yeah, it's obviously we're biased about the stuff, the work oh, that, sure, we, that we've sure. been in for, for five years. And if you want to know more about that, a, a, the a free plug, we're not we're not being paid at all. No. Um, in fact, we in pay. fact, we pay to do these right. <laughs> um, the crucible project dot org. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's that's where we're at. That's where our heart lies in that work. Yeah. But there's a lot of other. There are other areas. I mean, what we do is faith-based. That's based on our belief system and faith. Um, and that's what we love about the Crucible Project. One of the things. Right. One of the things that we love. But if you need help finding like a resource or there's something like you like, you want to find a safe place to go explore that anger, there are places. And I highly, highly recommend it. A lot of stuff has come out from my from this work, from my story, and helping me be a, a better husband, a better friend, a better father. Yeah. But I, I believe that touching on safe anger is one of the single-handedly most important things that has been in my journey. Yeah. So uh, with that, um, those of you who are out there and, and you feel like you want some support in this space, um, or maybe you just want to talk about another emotion that you have going on out there, um, you can hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, 
And that is the Warrior and the Wolf podcast is our handle on those social medias. We also have an email if you want to reach straight out to Aaron, Brian, or myself, uh, thewarriorandthewolf at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, as mentioned, Miss D is going to work on a website for us. So we'll be like official and legit here shortly. Or uh, feel free to leave a comment on um, this episode, whatever platform you are listening on. And we are happy to reach out to you any way that we can. It's it's just vitally important for us that you understand it's a safe place for you to show up authentically, broken, just absolutely wrecked. We love you. We're grateful for you. We've been there and we want to uh, reach out a hand and pull you back up. So uh, if you could, if you haven't already, please subscribe to yes. the podcast on whatever platform you are listening on. Uh, it would be great if you left us a review and told everybody how silky smooth Aaron's voice is when he <laughs> talks. Uh, that would be good. Or uh, just let everybody know uh, you can drop a comment in there and just say, hey, Brian is a fantastic human. We like him That's a true. whole bunch. That is the truth. Uh, but no, thank you so much uh, for for working through working through this with us. Uh, anger is not a fun topic for me. Nope. Um, but it's a necessary topic, and it's a, it's a topic that I'm comfortable with now, and I'm grateful for it. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. We're grateful that you are here, and we look forward to seeing you on the airwaves next week for the next episode. Have an awesome day. We'll see you soon. Later.